helping students and healthcare professionals not just survive, but thrive with a purpose. This is the CMDA Student Pulse Podcast with your host, Bill Reichart, National Director of CMDA Campus Ministries. Well, welcome to another episode of CMDA's Student Pulse Podcast. I'm Bill Reichert, National Director with Campus and Community Ministries here at CMDA. And my guest today is Matt Lynch. Matt, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Bill. Well, uh, Matt, before we dive in, uh, let me give a little bio, a little introduction to who you are. You're from Atlanta, Georgia. You just completed undergraduate school at uh, UGA. Go Bulldogs, right? But you're going to be starting medical school at University of Florida Gainesville. So you're going to Gator Country, which that uh, warrants a little explanation. But uh, you, you, you say you're interested in, of course, in global health and caring for refugees in particular. And we're going to touch on that topic a little bit in our conversation. And what we're going to talk about today is your summer experience, the preceptorship that you had a chance to experience with the uh, Medical Strategic Network. And I'm going to kind of hear about that and, and the impact it made in your life. And and so um, I'm glad you're able to uh, spend some time before classes get started because you are just about in the orientation phase, right? That's right. Yeah, you just arrived on campus. So you are you're adjusting to a, a new life there in Gainesville. Yes, it's true. So I'm yeah, grateful for the past summer that I've had gearing up for school. And yeah. right now, literally just moved into Gainesville two days ago. So this is New bedroom. That's my class <laughs> behind me. Just getting settled in. All right. Well, uh, sounds like you got a good place to have this conversation. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the context of what brought you to this point. Why did you feel called to medicine? What 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 was the sense of calling that led you to the place that you are now? Yeah. So I think it started around my junior year of high school, mm. and this is kind of a funny story. But my mom had encouraged me, you should take a career exploration test. Uh-huh. I was like, okay, cool. And so, you know, filling out the questions, taking the survey, seeing what matches um, with kind of my interest. And I remember engineer came up, teacher, healthcare professional, and a couple others. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll filter that by salary. And so I filtered by salary and I'm like, mm-hmm. mom, I think I want to be a doctor. <laughs> um, and so this was the initial motivations going into healthcare. Mm-hmm. And yeah, fast forward a couple of years, I'm starting up school and I start taking my walk with Christ more seriously. Mm. And my motivations that were shallow get flipped on their head. Mm. And I, I start to realize, wow, actually, God has built me and created my character in a way to where I love connecting with people. And I think, yeah, I could use a career in, in healthcare to and, and leverage it for his glory. And, and I would enjoy it. So motivations have changed over the years but i'm just right now pumped to yeah have those one-on-one relationships with patients and help them to make the best of their situation and their health wow that's a great story it's great to watch god at work in your life to take your calling and make it in a way that is rooted in him wanting to serve him and be obedient to his call in your life and uh yeah think god uses those things that start in uh you know, uh, maybe superficial ways, but he makes them and and he creates something new and fresh. And, and he's been continuing that work in your life, Matt. I know uh, before you arrived to school, you've done some work with refugees. And, and again, this has all been part of your journey. And I think turning your heart to caring for the people that Christ cares for 
and for the lost and for the world. Tell us a little bit about your experience with refugees, because I know that's a, that's a neighborhood near and dear to my heart in, outside of Atlanta. Yes. So I'll back up a little bit. So we started in college, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, starting to take my faith seriously. And, and the, the Great Commission just... It just stood out on the page at the end of Matthew for me, the book of Matthew. And yeah, I started thinking about, well, how can I care and reach the nations as a college student in Athens, Georgia? And, and this was a pretty obvious, wow, there's a lot of international students at my school. That's a cool opportunity. So anyways, start making friends with international students and just fell in love with different cultures, whether that's trying different foods, talking about worldviews and just hearing like how I see things similarly or differently than them. And one thing leads to another, and I'm helping lead an international student ministry with my church. So that's kind of why I just got this interest in a global, just friendships with people that are international. Mm -hmm. And then I got connected with this clinic that you're alluding to, or this place in Clarkston, Mm -hmm. Georgia, just outside of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. where, and there's a new clinic that had opened up uh, that's serving refugees there. And and so I interned with them uh, one summer and Man, God just did another, some more work in my heart, hearing stories of refugees who have, uh, yeah, have had to leave their home, leave their family, their mm-hmm. friends, and come across seas to to the U.S. in this case. And are mm-hmm. trying to integrate into society, trying to learn what does life look like in this weird new American context. And yeah. man, my heart shattered for yeah. all the, the different things they've been through in the past and even the tough challenges ahead in, in the States. Yeah, and, and now I'm just so excited to to be able to go to school and, and learn how to take mm. care of the human body physically and hopefully mm. use that to care for refugees one day. Well, that's right. I mean, certainly you've been learning the skills to treat people, you know, the physical physicality, you know, the you know, through medicine, but it's more than just that. It's it's a it's treating the whole person, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that kind of will dovetail to what you just came back from, which was this preceptorship. Uh, which deals with kind of a whole person care model. First of all, before we dive in, what is Medical Strategic Network or what is this summer preceptorship that you were involved in? So Medical Strategic Network is it's an organization that essentially functions to equip healthcare professionals and students on how to reach their spheres of influence mm-hmm. for Jesus. And there's two main like components of Medical Strategic Network. First is these conferences they do throughout the year across the country where it's like a few days and yeah, students and professionals in that area can come and, and learn how to assess and address the, the spiritual needs of patients. And the second thing is what I just got back from doing this past summer is a, it's a one month preceptorship and it's, it's uh, hosted in Southern California. And it, it's basically takes that the conference that's a few days long and expands it out into four weeks. And there's these different seminars who spend time in and out of hospitals and clinics, shadowing professionals, going into just uh, inpatient hospital rooms and, mm-hmm. and talking with patients, learning how to take spiritual histories. And right. uh, so, yeah, that's the, the program I just got done with. And you're also paired up with mentors and uh, mm-hmm. small groups. And it's just a really cool experience to be surrounded by like 20, 25 uh, healthcare students mm-hmm. around your age that are going after the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's uh, four weeks, did you say? Yeah, four weeks long, yeah. Yeah, four weeks. What motivated you to go? I mean, you, you, you're reading about it. Was there something about this experience you thought to yourself, I need this kind of opportunity and experience before I begin medical school? 
Yeah, well, it wasn't even on my radar at, at all uh, mm. for a while, but I'd been going to this conference called Global Missions Health Conference, and, okay. and I run into the director of Medical Strategic Network. His name's Bob, and mm. uh, he, he's talking to me about the program. And honestly, I walked away from that conversation thinking, wow, that sounds like a summer camp for <laughs> Christian healthcare students. And yeah. it's located in Southern California. Uh, not too bad. Yeah, that's um, right. And <laughs> but, it, it, but also, as I kind of mentioned earlier, like uh, what motivated me to go was the thought of, wow, I get to, to work with and learn from mm. and shadow several seasoned healthcare professionals who love Jesus and see what it looks like for them to live out their faith in their different niches and fields. So that's what won me over. But the being in Southern California for Christian summer camp, I was like, I'm down with that too. <laughs> okay. Whatever it takes, whatever it takes. But you came through it. Looking at it from the other side, what were some of the key takeaways? What were some things that you just walked away with thinking, wow, I'm, I'm really glad I experienced that. I'm really glad I learned about that. I think it was big for me to realize spiritual care is simple. Mm. It's really simple. Just like taking normal physical care of someone or taking a normal uh, history. It's you're asking questions, you're making right. diagnosis, and you're prescribing a treatment. Uh, that was a huge takeaway. And realizing that it's, it's also ethical. Patients feel more well cared for when you mm. address emotional and spiritual needs. And that's big. So it, when you're a student or even a resident or a fellow, you're not quite at the top of the ladder. So you can be maybe feel a little uncomfortable doing things that are culturally not normal, mm. like talking about spiritual things with patients. But to, to go in experiencing and seeing other healthcare professionals doing that and that patients receive it well and that it is, it's, it helps their health outcomes. That's, that was big for me. And uh, another big takeaway was this analogy of rocking peaches versus harvesting corn. Mm. And I'll elaborate on that. Yeah, please. Someone, someone uh, was talking about this in one of the seminars in the morning and he said, when we're meeting someone who's everyone's on their own spiritual journey, right? And if we're trying to minister to their spiritual needs, we're rocking peaches and not harvesting corn. I'll start with the corn. When you're, I don't mm. have a lot of experience, but when you're, let's say you're out in a, a cornfield and you want to go grab it, you, you grab it by the ear and you twist it and kind of pull it off. Mm. It's more of an aggressive maneuver. Mm. Whereas when you're rocking peaches, you go up to a tree. I'm from Georgia, mm. the peach state. I have there a little bit more experience with this. <laughs> and you just go and feel, is the peach... And you just rock it a little bit and see, mm. is it ready to come off? And if you rock a little bit, it's ready to eat and comes right off. And the same thing with uh, just ministering and caring mm. for people's spiritual needs in general, or specifically patients in this context. God is already doing something in their heart. God is already working mm. in them. And how, how yeah. can we join them there? And if, yeah. if they're not ready to talk about spiritual things, then mm -hmm. just take a step back. You yeah. don't need to go and rip the corn off. But yeah, we're just yeah. joining God in what he's already doing. I think that's really important. Uh, you know, it takes the pressure off of us. You know, we're not, you know, I'll often use the analogy, you know, we're not just backing up the gospel dump truck and just, you know, dumping everything. We're, we're, right. we're involving ourselves in cooperation with the work of the Holy Spirit as to, you know, how we might move, that, that person might move a little closer to a point mm -hmm. of decision. And it may or may not happen in the, the encounter we have, but we're an integral part of the process as God seeks to use it. And, 
And I think it allows us to focus more on that patient. Rather than on worrying about what's going to happen spiritually, we can listen and be curious and, 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 and get to know that person and spend that time and not have, again, all of this, this, this sense of pressure that really isn't supposed to be on us. It's the Lord who, who calls mm -hmm. people to himself. He saves, and he does it by the work of his spirit. But praise God, he uses us, and he uses physicians and people in healthcare to be an integral part of those conversations because people are at, at very challenging times oftentimes. They don't, they don't go, people don't go see doctors, right, when they're, <laughs> they have no problems, uh, nothing that hurts. Uh, usually there's something that brought them there, right? And uh, what, a, what a tremendous privileged, uh, pr a privileged position that healthcare professionals have to be able to speak and to, and to minister along spiritual lines. So oh, that's great. I love that analogy. That's fantastic. Well, you know, I know this may be a hard question because you, you haven't even started medical school. You're just about to here, have to start classes and all. But do you sense that the things that you learned from that preceptorship, the things that you took away, are going to change the kind of doctor that you're going to become? And if so, how? The answer, I think so, yes. Ask me in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, <laughs> I'll be able to give some examples. But absolutely. I think, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I'm feeling just a lot more confident hopping into school now. Mm. And I think I'll take steps of faith and enter into conversations that I maybe wouldn't have before. Mm -hmm. I think it, like when you open a door, it's another analogy I'm thinking of. We, if we're sitting in a boat, we don't wait for the fish to jump out of the water into the boat. Mm -hmm. You got to cast the line or you got to cast the net. Mm -hmm. In the same way with patients, we have to spark up and introduce spiritual topics and conversations and yeah. make space for God to move. Yeah. So I think as I am feeling more confident and passionate doing that in medical school mm -hmm. and then in residency and fellowship and all the steps of my career, mm -hmm. it'll just build and build and build. And I think uh, it, it, I'll be able to look back and to this past summer mm -hmm. and say, wow, this was kind of some of the foundational moments that mm -hmm. I've built upon for years. Thank you. That's, that's fantastic. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to be excited for somebody on the sidelines. Hopefully I'll, we are not going to lose touch. We're, you're going to be part of CMDA during your entire professional career, aren't you, Matt? That's right, Bill. <laughs> that is right. So, with that in mind, I, I'll have a I'll have a front row seat to watch God at work in your life and in and through your career. And I and I believe with you the same things you said. I believe it's going to be uh, it's it's setting you on a trajectory unlike anything you'd ever anticipate or expected. And uh, it's going to be exciting to watch. Well, needless to say, you don't have to do this before you go to med medical school. There were. Um, students who are in medicine and dentistry and other professions who are there. Mm -hmm. So those listening, you know, our audience, our students, medical and dental students, they're listening to this. They're thinking, wow, that might be something I'd like to check out. We're going to put links in show notes so we can get them to the website. But more than that, speak to them, maybe encourage them or, or um, exhort them to, you know, why they should go, why they should Set aside that four weeks, spend some money, spend time. Time is probably a more valuable mm -hmm. commodity and invest themselves for the next preceptorship in summer of 2024. I think medical schools, nursing schools, PA schools, PT, mm -hmm. any health care professional school, the focus is yeah, training us to take care of the physical body, mm -hmm. which is wonderful. But one often neglected and very important thing is 
how do we care for someone's emotional Mm -hmm. or spiritual needs? And so this one month program is an awesome opportunity to help take your care to that next level and take the highest quality, most holistic care of patients. And yeah, to to speak to time and and money, these are valid and and real barriers. Uh, I'll address time first. So I guess depending on the program, you may have a couple weeks for summer, some medical schools after your first year, you have eight to 10 weeks, mm. but it, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> it's a worthwhile <laughs> investment. Like I talked about earlier, that's, it's going to last for years to come Yeah. and residencies or, or maybe hospitals or jobs that you're looking to apply for are starting to recognize more and more these days, the value of full mm. person care. Yes. So it's, it's not like it's, Oh, I'm doing this and it's not going to be beneficial for my resume at all. That's not true. And at the end of the day, we have to trust God. He's bigger than your residency match day. He's bigger than that job interview. If yes. he's leading you to go do a program, this program or a program like this, then go. He's mm-hmm. going to provide and he's going to, yeah, he'll get you where he wants you to go. <laughs> and um, to talk about money, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it costs money to travel. For me, I was traveling from Atlanta to mm-hmm. to Los, like 60 miles outside of Los Angeles and I had to pay for housing there and mm-hmm for food and and such and as students we don't have a job or an income we're just taking out more and more loans so yes valid concern but like i did and and most of the students in the program is medical strategic network encourages you to to raise money to ask Mm. your friends your family your church to get behind Mm -hmm. you in this and to help pay for these costs that can be daunting or even Mm -hmm. uncomfortable to ask people for money but i found in my experience that it's a way to let people in to what god is doing in your life Mm where he's leading you and a cool opportunity to tell them about Jesus and why you love him. And, and this is, yeah, this is why I want to do this program as opposed to research. Why I want to do this program as opposed to something that might be the normal next step for a medical student. So I think it's worth it. God mm-hmm. will take care of you. He'll take care of the money too. Medical Strategic Network will coach you on how to raise money. If you decide to go that route, mm-hmm. you just have to trust them. I think you've answered all the questions and, uh didn't ask you this before our time together, but uh, would it be all right if we put an email or something in the show notes if people wanted to reach out and had more questions? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Go for it. All right. Hopefully you're not going to – well, maybe you'll get bombarded. That would be great in some ways. People are interested to, and to want to know more. But they may have some questions for you or we're going to have information about uh, – MSN, so they can contact Bob uh, Mason and, and, and others as well if they have questions. But, um, well, I mean, I know we just, you know, we just touched the surface. We just, you know, mm-hmm. briefly just were able to unpack a little bit of what you experienced. And I know there was so much more. But then again, that's the, that's the, um, that's the call for those who are listening. If you really want to learn more and experience it, go. Be a part of it. And uh, I know it's going to be a, an investment that you won't regret. I, uh, I, I appreciate Bob Mason and uh, Medical Strategic Network and the ministry and all that they do. And they're really great partners with CMDA. And so I'm, I'm excited about this program. And I'm glad that you were able to come on and share a little bit about it. Well, Matt, this, uh, I think, you know, concludes our conversation. I mean, um, I know that uh, you've got an incredible journey ahead there in Gainesville. And I'm excited for you. And um, unless there's anything else that you have to say, I'll, I'll give you the last word. I just thought of something. It's a bit of a strong last word, but I'm okay. going to go for it anyways. Uh, okay. At the end of <laughs> at the end of the day, everyone's body is dying mm-hmm. and wasting away, right? And this preceptorship 
is going to help you to take care of people's souls. The only thing that will live forever. Mm. Is, yeah, someone's soul is going to live forever in the presence of God in heaven or separated from God in hell. So mm. I, it's, a, it's an important thing for us to take care of as we're looking at a whole person. And so, mm. so I'll, I'll leave with that. All right. Thank you, Bill, for having me. I appreciate it. All right, Matt. Thanks. Well, this is the time of the podcast where we tell you some things that you need to know. First of all, we want to make you aware of the Global Missions Health Conference. Now, if you've not had a chance to be at this conference, it's in Louisville, Kentucky, and this year it's going to be November 9th through the 11th. This is the biggest medical missions venue that there is. You will have an opportunity to not only get great content, breakouts, and information, but the exhibitors are just far and wide. Uh, hundreds, I think, of exhibitors that will allow you to see and experience and understand opportunities in which you might be called to serve. And so Global Missions Health Conference is a must-do if you are thinking about medical missions, or maybe not, but it would be an encouragement to kind of discover what God is doing all across the world through healthcare. So check it out. It's at medicalmissions.com. It's the website. We'll put the link in the show notes, medicalmissions.com, November 9th through the 11th. It's the Global Missions Health Conference. Also, another thing we just want you to know is as you are going through your training time with CMDA, that you want to make sure that on your smartphone, you have the CMDA Student Life app, and it can be easily found on the Google Play Store or on the App Store. Just simply search CMDA Student Life, download it, set up a profile, and there's a lot of great information, resources, Bible studies, tools. This podcast shows up. Our video podcast does as well, and uh, it is just chock full of great resources that'll be there right at your fingertips. And as always, you can find us on the socials. We use the handle CMDA Student Life on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and those are great uh, platforms to be able to get the latest and greatest information and information about what's going on throughout CMDA. So check those out, like, follow, do whatever it takes, and uh, get connected with us on our socials. Well, as always, if you need to reach out to us, you can do so at ccm at cmda.org. We look forward to hearing from you. If you've got some suggestions on what might be a great idea for our future podcast, we'd love to hear about it. And again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And again, we have our podcast notes online, and you can check those out as well on cmdastudentlife.org and go to our podcast page and you'll get those latest podcast notes from every episode. Well, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of CMDA Student Pulse Podcast and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. CMDA's Student Pulse Podcast is a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the organization. CMDA is non-partisan and does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on Student Pulse podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members.